Hey guys, it's been a while, but I'm actually back, I know, surprising. Um, first of all, apologies. It's been difficult for me trying to figure out where to bring this now that Rebecca is a bit busy. At first I thought I could just make it a one-man show about politics and about culture and all the things that it used to be about, which is reasonable. But as I found out in the last time I recorded, maybe sometime in January, that just didn't work for me. It felt really staged, and I didn't like how it just felt like putting on a show rather than just talking to you, my listeners, one-on-one. -on -one. So I took some time to sit back and reflect on what exactly I like recording out of a podcast. And the answer was telling stories. I love to sit and kind of ruminate on a tale or something that I've experienced and then re-explain it to you and see how you handle it. So I'm taking this podcast in a bit of a different direction this week to see how everyone finds it. And I'm hoping I'll get some feedback and I'll find out whether this is maybe the right way. So without further ado, welcome to a different Brunch Break podcast. somewhat regular recording. I'm going to probably keep it on a bi-weekly schedule again. And instead of talking about politics and something new in the Broadway world, I'm going to bring it really way back to the personal level and tell you about something that funny that I think happened to me this week. And hopefully you'll tell me whether or not this is amusing for you to listen to. Um, the story that I'm going to bring up last week that happened to me last week isn't exactly amusing. But it's definitely something, at least in retrospect, that I'm beginning to appreciate for its time. So, in case you hadn't heard, I caught a virus last week, and I wasn't feeling so hot. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I thought, okay, you know, I'll get over this. Just some sleep, some rest, tea and soup for a couple days, and I'll be fine. This is Friday evening. Uh, Monday comes around, and I am still not feeling so hot. And if you're an American, or if you're any kind of person who hasn't really had to deal with their health care growing up because your parents held private health care, and you just went to the doctor, or you went to the hospital with them, and everything was dealt for you, like me, you have no idea what to do when you actually get sick by yourself, alone, in a foreign country. And it was a little bit scary, but uh, thankfully, I have some really great German friends, and they help me out. And one of them said, it's not a big deal, you just go to any, in Germany, we call them Allgemeinarzt, just a regular doc doctor. You go to them, and you just go in the morning without an appointment, and everything's fine. And I thought, okay, I can handle that. And at this point, I was fairly convinced that I had strep throat or tonsillitis. So at around 8 a.m., I awoke and I had found a doctor that was a six minute walk from me. So I walked over, went in the office, and the first thing a woman asked me for is my insurance card. This is of course a reasonable question, but in thinking about it, although I am covered under my student insurance, I don't actually have my card yet because it hasn't arrived in the mail. And 
I relayed this to the woman at the counter, in German, of course, and she's like, ah, well, and me thinking very kind of Americanized way, I guess, I thought, well, I explained to her, well, I have my identity number through my insurance company, so surely that's all you need. And that, no, that is incorrect. (laughs) As I soon recognized as I was looking at a computer that could have come from the 1990s, the woman is filling out my paperwork on actual paper, is asking me my height and weight in a very trustworthy manner, as opposed to a normal hospital in the States where I would expect them to force me to get on a scale and measure me to make sure that I wasn't lying. (laughs) It's amazing how different the countries are sometimes. So um, upon learning that I don't have my insurance card, she tells me that I need to call the company and ask them to fax her. And I thought, fax? An actual fax machine? You know, I have no idea how to use a fax machine. Thankfully, I didn't have to. I just had to call my insurance people, and they were very understanding. I just said, hey, my card hasn't come yet. Could you please give this to me? And it was absolutely fine. I sent them that this is all at about 9 a.m. Paperwork comes through, and she writes down everything. Everything's fine. And she says, okay, you know, it should be not that long of a wait, but there's a couple appointments in front of you, no big deal. And I think, okay. You know, it makes sense. I didn't come here with an appointment. I fully expect to wait for 30 minutes. Again, this is about 9.15 in the morning. But luckily, I had my Kindle application on my phone, so I was happily reading. And suddenly, I realized that it's been an hour. And the appointment room is not that full. There's a couple quite quite sick-looking people around me, but that's fine. And uh, there's a woman wailing in the hallway. And as I've explained to my friends and family, this is not a baby wailing, a young girl or an old woman. This is like middle-aged lady who I am and not entirely uncertain about what she's wailing about. But I'm just sitting there kind of frozen on my phone thinking, do I go and help? Do I go look? Do I let her be private? I don't really know how to handle myself. But thankfully the doctor solved that. She comes over and says, it's not as bad as it sounds in this very wry tone as though she's laughing and shuts the door to the waiting room so now we can hear the muffled wailers. And we all kind of looked around each other and were like, hope that's all right. (laughs) And so finally at about 11.30, so maybe two hours later, um, she calls me in, kind of takes a little look at my throat, pushes a piece of thing down and I'm like, oh God, ow, stop, this hurts. And, um, She's like, you don't have strep throat or tonsillitis. You have a virus and also something is weird with your mouth. Here, you don't have to go to school or work for the rest of the week. Here's a special doctor's note for you that says I'm, well, (laughs) direct translation in German is Arbeit und Fähig. And Fähigkeit is capability and Arbeit is work. So basically throwing that together is they're saying, you are incapable of work this week. And I thought, okay. Irrelevant of the fact that I have a group presentation and exam, Thank you. <laughs> um, so that was lovely. But they, so she gives me that, tells me I don't have the two diseases that at that point I was very percent sure that she had and, or that I had, excuse me, <laughs> and gave me a referral to another doctor. And I thought, okay, not really sure what just happened, but good. So I leave and 
because I'm an American and we've been kind of taught to WebMD our own illnesses and to self-diagnose everything under the sun, I, I think, okay, you know, obviously she has diagnosed me incorrectly. I know what I have. And I start looking at the um, doctor's note that she gave me to go to the second doctor. It's an Ubervisung, which is a transfer, transfer note, basically, for my insurance. And I'm looking at this paper, and I also look at the name of the doctor she's giving me with the telephone number. And so the first thing I do naturally is I call this number, which, double naturally, also does not work. And I thought, yeah, this is pretty standard for Germany, because much as I love this country with all of my heart, it has a way of being very... Um, inefficient at things that you'd really think it ought not to be. So I I get a little upset, you know, because I've, I've tried calling the number a couple of times. I've looked up the practice that this doctor is at. I can't find his name on the practice. I cannot tell what these slashes on the paper mean. It looks like a TiVo, and I've Googled now a TiVo. Can't find out what it is. And I've also Googled what code that she's put on my special doctor's note, which is, I think, um, what was it? J10G09. And I've Googled it and it says acute respiratory infection of the upper tract. And I thought, oh, that sounds horrible. Okay. Um, this is all very exciting as you can imagine, <laughs> but not really sure what to make of that. And so after getting, getting over my little anger, I called my German friend and I said, I, I really don't know what to do. I feel like she's diagnosed me wrong. Please help me. And he takes one look at um, kind of the situation and goes, oh, she's referring you to an HNO special doctor. And I was like, HNO? And I look at Ativo. Funnily enough, Ativo, if you kind of pull the slashes together, does look like the letters H, N, and O, which in Germany stands for Hals, Nase und Ohren, which is neck, um, nose, and ear, special, specialist doctor. And I thought, well, that's confusing, given that the problem is also in my mouth, but wave this aside, you know? Glad to figure one thing out at a time. So I make an appointment with the specialist doctor for 5 p.m. that evening because I had angrily gone home and was sitting having soup because I was just very frustrated with the German system. <sighs> you know, it's funny, this was only yesterday, and yet it's already so amusing, <laughs> even though the problem has not been entirely solved yet. Um, but let's fast forward. It's 5 p.m. I've turned up at the doctor's office, and I say, hello. You know, I'm here. I have an appointment this time for 5, 10 p.m. You know, you probably have my name. She's like, oh, do you have your insurance card? And I was like, no. Do you need me to fax it over? The answer was obviously yes. <laughs> so I called the insurance company, who was a little confused as why I wanted a second uh, doctor to be emailed this insurance information. And then, but thankfully the woman was very nice once she figured out that the reason I was asking a second time wasn't because I was incompetent. It was because I was at yet another doctor who yet again did not have my insurance information. So that goes through. I go to sit down. It's 5.10. Then it's 6.10. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, do I, do I go to, um, I go to the front desk to ask. I don't want to be rude. There's a lot of people there. They probably all have appointments as well. You know, what, what do I do? Um, 
So I don't say anything because I can be very awkward sometimes and non-confrontational. And eventually I go up and ask at around 6.30 and I'm like, hello, um, I had an appointment about an hour ago. I'm not really sure what to do. And she says, oh, of course, you know, sit up here in these upper chairs area and I'll call you very soon. So I go through in the next 15 minutes. The man looks at me and in under five minutes says, no, she's right. You don't have strep and you don't have tonsillitis. You just have a virus and you have some kind of mouth inflammation that I don't know how you got. But here's some tincture stuff that you can get from the apothecary or apotheca in German. And it will cost you under three euros. Goodbye. Feel better. Enjoy life. And I thought, oh, that was okay. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, if it doesn't feel better by Wednesday, come and see me. Fantastic. Goodbye. It is currently Tuesday evening. My mouth does not feel better. Thank you, specialist doctor. I'll be back tomorrow. But, yeah, that's, that is my amusing story of the week. I'm not sure if that's just amusing to me because I've lived it or if it's an amusing um, portrayal of the German healthcare system. But it's been a really great 48 hours dealing with what this is. And I thought I would just share my experience with you. Maybe it's a way to liven up your brunch break from its usual boring conversation of politics and prose. Um, so this is my new attempt of the week. And because I love books and I can't be stopped with giving you more book recommendations, I'm going to tell you about the one, oh, I want to tell you about two. You know what? It's, it's my podcast. Well, technically it's Rebecca's and mine's podcast, but for, for currently it is mine. And the most recent book that I'm currently reading, I'm only about a couple chapters from the end. It's called Norse Gods, or Norse Mythology, excuse me. It's by Neil Gaiman, as you all know, one of my favorite authors. And it's basically a collection of Norse, myth, Norse myths that he retells. And let me just read you the back um, cover. Before the beginning, there was nothing. No earth, no heavens, no stars, no sky. Only the mist world, formless and shapeless, and the fire world, always burning. And those are the first words to a really great book of stories that makes me want to have a small child nearby so that I can read to them and experience how happy they are. Because it was honestly, it's such a pleasure to read because it kind of gives you that little spark inside. And the other book that I've just finished is called The Truth and Other Lies written by Sasha Arango and translated by Imogen Taylor. And it's kind of an interesting literary crime thriller, which is about this author, Henry Hayden, who's a famous author, except that all of his books are written by his wife. And she dies in a way that I won't reveal. And suddenly he has to handle the situation. And... <laughs> The quote that the book has that I am most amused by is, evil is just a matter of opinion. It's just uh, a really fun read and I've had a little bit of time to read this week given my sickness and a lot of time to watch TV, shocking, because I needed a break, but yeah, I just wanted to give this little kind of new short form podcast a try. So we'll have 
the idea, just so you understand, is that it would be a little personal story by me, hopefully something somewhat amusing or maybe something interesting or useful that you might think that I can offer you, and then one or two book recommendations. So for now, that'll be it. So I will very much try to stay in the loop this time, and maybe by keeping these podcasts much shorter and have them be more genuine, it will make things easier. So I'll talk to you next week, viewers. Bye!